Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. This week we are talking about, well, I'll, first of all, this week. E3 begins. It begins. It's, it, it's, is it, do we call it E3 or is this like pre-E3? I don't know. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm going to call it E3. It's well, like, uh, this is, this is uh, I think it's, this is the beginning of the summer game announcements. Yes. Before the official start of it. Yes. Yes. I agree with that. I agree. I, these I'm, are like the, I'm there with you. These are like the Oscars they give away before <laughs> the Oscars that you don't see on TV. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it's it's like, uh, dude, I remember one year they gave like most, like almost everything, like where it's like they would like, and this person got an award like earlier in the night. And I was like, what? I wanted to see that one, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I yeah, agree. Pretty soon like, it's all just going to be clips of movies <laughs> and then they're gonna, they're not going to give any awards on yeah. stage. It's literally just a, a giant montage, no awards. That's, that's what the right. Oscars will become. Right. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, the thing about like the Sony thing today. So Sony had a thing today and Sega had a thing today. Um, the thing about the Sony thing is, is like, they're like, Oh, we're, we're not programming around E3 and like literally they're going <laughs> to distinctly avoid programming around like e3 like and so you know yeah this is uh this is this is essentially should have been in their e3 press conference of sorts i'm gonna say something kind of controversial john all right hit me chris hit me so sony it feels like in the recent years like i was for for a while there you know like ps4 generation i'm like all on board and it feels like Mm. you know in the last two three years they are just Mm. trying to do everything they can to make me hate them it's and it's kind of and it's kind of working you know, I'm just like, the, mm. it's, they definitely have like, so obviously during the PS4 generation, they had some like non-consumer friendly moves, right? Yeah, but they still yeah. had like the four front facing, like we are all about these awesome games and stuff like that. Right. And I guess like the games are still good. Like, cause you had like, you know, these, uh, these games last year that were awesome, like Ghost of Tsushima and, and Last of Us and stuff like that. But like at the, at the same time, I'm kind of there with you. Like a lot of their leadership has like left or like changed positions. Like everything got rearranged, um, at near the end of last generation. And it seems like just like, they can't get their feet under them as far as like, give me, give me some like good vibes, man. <laughs> Uh, but it's all their own doing. That's why I'm just like I know. I don't even I don't even know that I care. Well, so about, like, um, you know, like I don't care if they get their feet or anything. They just need to like stop stop doing stupid things. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you you uh, there was like some things that came out with the Apple Epic uh, lawsuit, like the trial that's going on, where Sony for crossplay, like whenever that whole crossplay thing happened, right with yeah. with uh, with them. Basically, Sony struck a deal and and must have this deal with other people too. For if you do crossplay on there, they get a portion of the profits from other, like uh, other platforms, platforms um, things. What? If the person plays primarily on PlayStation, so if like, you like are, are splitting your time between Switch uh, and and uh, and and PlayStation for Fortnite, for instance. And like you play fifty one percent of your time on PlayStation, but bought the Battle Pass off of the Nintendo Switch eShop. Sony then requires Epic to pay them a portion of that Battle Pass price. 
That's insane. Yeah, and then uh, and in the trial, like the judge is like, the judge asked, uh, like the the epic uh, head was like, "Is this a normal thing?" And he's like, "No, that's not a normal contract. That's not how things normally work." <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> That's it's literally ridiculous. insane. Yeah. And then so then it comes out today that Borderlands 3, uh, which came out like two years ago last year. I don't know. What is time? Um, but like they're going to do crossplay for like whatever their next thing is. And everybody can do crossplay except Sony consoles. And so like my thought is they probably did the math and they're like, it's just not worth it to pay that like that fee with the number of people that are playing this game on that like thing. So they were trying They like they literally said like, hey, we were. We were like, we are ready to pull, pull the the lever, activate the crossplay for all the things. But then Sony were just like, no, you know, we're not gonna let you do that. And and so anyway, it's just a, it's still an ongoing contentious thing with that. Anyway, for, for all the things that you're like, I'm not a huge fan of uh, of what's what's happening right now business wise at Sony. Add that one to the old list, you know? Yeah. Um, all right. Well, like pivoting to some some more uh, positive news, we'll be talking about uh, what Sony showed today and what Sega revealed Ooh. today, Ooh. and then um, later on we have the currently announced um, press conferences that yeah. we'll go over, so you don't miss any of those. The rest um, of E3 essentially is what you're talking about. The rest of E3, yeah. <laughs> uh, but first, John, uh, what have you been up to this week? Man, so this week I've been uh, been been doing uh, the normal stuff, but then also I have now watched. All I think all of what's available of uh, the Bad Batch um, on Disney Plus. Oh, I forgot that's going on, dude. I I gotta catch up. It is it is great. I will I will have to tell you. Like I enjoy it. Like I, I going in. Like I had heard like people talk about it and be like, oh, you know, it was, the first episode was kind of boring, blah blah blah, and all this stuff. And and I was just like, oh man, I'm gearing up to not like this show. But then I watched it and I'm like. I actually really like what's going on here because it's filling in like these like th- like the lore or the world of like okay what happens to clones after uh, Order sixty six because that's like right where it kind of picks up is like okay what happens after like in this huge gap between uh, Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope like that there's mm. uh, and so like where did the clones go what are they doing you know what's what's the deal here and it's it's really filling in those gaps through the lens of this small group of clones as well as like some other other characters um, that they're tying in here that we've seen like uh, on Camino and stuff like that which is where the, where they made the clones um, and. Uh, Admiral Tarkin's in it, and uh, and and so, dude, it's I've just been really enjoying it. Like everything within there, I've, every episode, I'm like, man, I, I want the next episode. I want the next episode, and then now I've caught up, and I don't have the next episode. So, yeah, yeah maybe you know, that's that's the only bummer about like week to week kind of stuff is that like I watch it and I'm like, oh no, it's yeah. all run out. So, dude, I, I'll tell you what, I've fallen way behind on all my uh, my television. Um, watching, I even watched the new uh, HBO Max uh, movies. I think there's like that one with Angelina Jolie's up out. Oh, is it really? I need to watch uh-huh. it. Um, and I, I've just been slacking. I've just been watching baseball, man. Nothing but baseball. <laughs> I was wondering because like you're still unpacking and stuff like that in the new house. So like the TV is on, you know. It's yeah, like, it's, what's it's on? on it? And I th- and honestly, I think it's like I think in you know like last year we were so so much not baseball. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and the season was so short, and I honestly, like, by the time it happened, I didn't care about it because I was like, sure. "Why? Wow, this is uh, you can't even like use this, you know, compare it to other seasons mm. uh, because of the the shortness of it." And so it's like it almost like I was like, "It's almost 
in my mind, like not even like worth watching. And so I feel like my brain is like making up for that by just like watching every single game. For sure. I mean, and that's the thing is that like baseball, it, sure, it's like a third of the year. It's like two thirds of the year or whatever that it's on. But like, I don't know. I feel like whenever it first happens, like until about July, like I'm, I'm always like super in on every game. I'm always like looking at the results. And then about July, depending on how, you know, the team is doing, I'll like kind of phase out of, you know, all following every game or I'll get really into it at that point. <laughs> you know, it's just, <laughs> it just depends on how well uh, the Cardinals are doing uh, based on like how much I pay attention to it. So, yeah. Um, oh, cool. Well, uh, we're going to talk a little bit later about all the upcoming press conferences. But first, the news. The news! All right, John, let's start with the uh, the PlayStation news, because Woo-hoo. I feel like it's not really super news. Um, this is this. Anyway, they showed some footage. <laughs> yeah, they showed like 14 Horizon. minutes of gameplay. What's the what's the what's the subtitle? Horizon Forbidden West. So, and this is a game that we already knew about from uh, E3 two years ago, maybe? I think it might have been even just last year. Like, or well, they didn't two, do E3 last year. Well, maybe maybe you're right. Maybe it was E3 I two, think they showed two this, years ago. They showed this a while ago. Anyway, uh, and they showed some footage, and it looks beautiful. Yeah. Dude, it looks it looks awesome. Like, I mean, and that's the thing. It, it looks like a better looking Horizon, because Horizon Zero Dawn, the first game, like, looked amazing. And I loved loved the gameplay within it. Um, the thing that like the gameplay had like, or that horizon zero dawn kind of had working against it was it came out like within two weeks of, uh, breath of the wild. Yeah. And, and so, it was slightly similar in, in terms of like it being like, open world ish. Yeah. Kind of was, like, yeah, you know, like using a, bows and arrows and stuff like that. Yeah. Bow and arrow, big open world kind of situation. But at the same time, like you couldn't climb everything. And so that was the kind of like big thing that like whenever for a minute there after Breath of the Wild came out, any game that I played where I was like, what, I can't climb this wall, you know, and like I just kind of like had that like I was kind of put off by it because I was like, why isn't every game as like open as Breath of the Wild? Um, and it wasn't until like uh, uh, God of War came out and I played that game. And I'm like, this game is fantastic. And literally, there are spots where it's like, I can see the path I can get to. And you're telling me Kratos can't climb that boulder. Um, but like at the same time, it was just such a fantastic game that I kind of like, and, and it was like, okay, games can still be amazing, even though they're like very tunneled kind of experiences. Um, and, you know, because like while uh, Horizon Zero Dawn was an open world. It definitely had those kind of tunneled kind of moments where it's like, ah, clearly you want me to climb that specific cliff and there's no other way to get up there. Um, and this one looks like they've included like a lot more openness to that. Like there's a, I was watching the, the, the deep dive quote unquote that they did after the gameplay. And they were talking about how you can put on certain goggles and be able to see everything you can climb. And like in the thing that they did, like you could climb basically any of the pillars and like all this stuff. And they're like, okay, that, so, so you can do that. And I'm like, that's, that's a very cool thing. And maybe not as open as breath of the wild, where it's like a stamina system where you can just climb wherever you want. Um, at the very least, it's like way, Way more open as far as like what things can you jump on and, and use uh, to do different gameplay mechanics with. Um, also, there's a zip line and there's a uh, and there's a glider just like Breath of the Wild. So I think that they they were like, we heard everyone say they want Breath of the Wild in this game, and we're gonna do that and a zip line. So that's the that's the kind of like what I took away from this gameplay footage, man. Is that it's gorgeous and they've Breath of the Wild uh, they've used Breath of the Wild as an influence for this game. 
That's awesome. Yeah. yeah I mean, it, it, I like whenever you're, whenever you're looking at it, it's like, this is the case for why to get a PS5, which I haven't yet had the luck yeah. of getting. I've tried yeah. multiple times. Um, I don't know if they're, I haven't tried uh, since I moved, so I don't know if they're more widely available right now. No. Oh, great. <laughs> I cool. tried like, I tried like a couple weeks ago and I was like, Perfect. oh, I can't do it. That's great. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, uh, as soon as I get my hands on one, I'll uh, I'll buy it and we can play it. That's the thing is, I really hope uh, they didn't give it a release date. I was hoping for a release date uh, on this thing, but I hope that the PS fives are more widely available by the time this game comes out. Because man, yeah, definitely. There's no way this is going to run well on a PS four because it's coming to PS four. Is it? But it's it's going to oh, like man. literally make my PS four like smoke you know yeah because yeah just... you have the you have the og ps4 i have the ps4 <laughs> pro so it might might run a little bit better on there yeah because um, it is definitely. 4k at least um yeah. but i mean you know like the whole like the the speed of the ps5 uh i just i don't i just don't i don't know don't know how it's gonna perform i guess we'll see like maybe yeah. maybe it'll it'll be playable <laughs> maybe they'll use dark magic you know and it'll yeah. be it'll be maybe. amazing <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, cool. The other news, uh, Sega had a press conference. It's um, Sonic's 35th anniversary. Yeah. And well, 30th, uh, I, I don't know. Is it wait. the 30th or 31st? Well, you, wanna, you look that up while I tell everyone about <laughs> why. <laughs> I thought I checked it earlier and you said with confidence, John, that it was the 35th. Chris, I'm losing confidence. I'm losing confidence. <laughs> You're losing confidence by the second. Um, and I'm right. It's because it's the 30th. I was wrong oh, before, 30th. dude. Okay. <laughs> see, I said the 30th, and you're like, no, it's the 35th. I was like, no, it's totally the 30th. <laughs> and see, then you got in my head where I got to thinking, and you were right, Chris. It is this, just this, the 30th. This is, this is the second Sonic thing I was right on today, John. That's right. You're, very, were, uh, you're on your Sonic game. I, I was like, hey, oh, so one of the announcements, Sonic Colors Ultimate <laughs> is coming. It's a remaster of Sonic Colors. And I yeah. originally, I was like, I never played this game. Uh, I, I wonder what systems it was on. You're like, it was on the 360. I was like, no way, bro. And you were like, yes way. And uh, yeah. I looked it up, not on the 360. Yeah, you were right. <laughs> you were totally right. That's the thing is, like, I was thinking 360 generation, which uh, it was that generation would have overlapped. Yeah, you are correct. It came out in 2010 for the uh, the DS, Nintendo DS, and the Wii. And this yeah. is a remaster of the Wii version, right? Which, because I, I can't imagine the DS version is even remotely the same. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't think. I, I don't know. Like, I wonder. It makes me wonder though. Like, did they use the bottom? touchscreen in any mm. interesting way yeah it makes me kind of want to like pick up a copy of it for my 3ds and like see see what's you know see what's Dude, up i don't even know uh, this is bad i don't even know where my 3ds is right now what did you like yeah, pack it I'm, up and just like it's in a box i'm sure i packed it somewhere like it's also probably where my uh airpods are because i can't find those right now either oh no yeah. that's a bummer yeah, and those are smaller and a little more necessary. Like, I'm to the point right now where I'm like, I may just buy a new pair of AirPods and then sell one of them when mm. I find the other pair. Have you ever had them at that house? Not that I can remember. Uh, see, that's a bummer because you could use Find My Apple device. I think it's just yeah, called Find it's, My. <laughs> but it's like old enough to where it doesn't even show a location for them. It's oh, like, man. we have no idea when we last connected to this. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you, you so, log on. Are you sure you had AirPods? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you sure you even had them? Are, is this, uh, you know, and it's just like, there's a, there's this, have you have you watched uh, Nate Bargatze's stand up on uh, Netflix, his like first or second special? No. Dude, you should totally, he's, I mean, he's a, he's a pretty clean um, comedian and it's hilarious, but there's uh, one of them, he's like, you know, like basically one of the jokes uh, is their dog was going to die. 
getting old. And so he's like, well, you know, we just need to, you know, tell, start telling our daughter. I can't remember how much how old she was, you know, six years old, uh, you know, that, Hey, you got to start preparing her for this. So, um, you know, like, or, or you just like, he's like, well, maybe we just don't tell her. And, you know, whenever it happens, she just comes home from school or, and we just say like, she's like, where's the dog? And he's like, what dog? We, we never, we never had a dog. And he's like, but then I, uh, I looked at the long-term damage of that and uh, it's it's pretty good so yeah yeah <laughs> it's like it's like what if you're just like hey uh you know there was was never you know i mean it's like it's like the ultimate like question of reality you know it's like we're where like my mind was blown as a you know whatever like Twenty-five to thirty-year-old. Whenever I heard it was the Berenstain Bears instead of the Berenstain See? Bears. That's what I'm talking about, bro. Or Baron, like you know, I don't know. It's, it's that's, so, that's, anyway. it was totally the Berenstain Bears. I, the Berenstain Bears. Steen is Bears. What I thought it was. Yeah. Yeah. And, that's what I mean. Me too. It's Berenstain. And now it's Berenstain. E. Like I found one of our old books, Chris, just to prove what it is to it? myself, and it's Berenstain. No, that's not right. I know. I anyway, it's just like I started questioning my own like sense of reality. Yeah, it's the like, reality. Yeah, so like you know, I can't imagine what happens if you grow up thinking that you have a phantom memory of a dog. You know, and yeah, and, and you're like, nope, no, no, never had a dog. That would be that would be really messy up. You know, yeah, <laughs> really um, messy up. So you know, uh, Sonic Colors coming to uh, Xbox One. Um, PS, is it, hang on. I looked at the thing and it looked like it said PS one, PS four, uh, Xbox one, PS four and, uh, switch. Yes, that's correct. Uh, cause it's all so it's not in, coming to new consoles, but you play it in backwards compatibility mode. Basically. Right. Which is how much I get, but like, yeah. that still seems yeah. weird. Um, I guess, I, you know, with that so, kind of game, there's nothing really, they've already spent so much time up it into HD. Yeah. Like taking it to 4k is too much. Work. Well, and then, so like this in addition to some of the other announcements that we can talk about, like it does seem like Sega is like a year behind. A little behind, yeah. Yeah, just a year a year behind. Like, and, and that makes sense based on like, you know, with the pandemic COVID and everything like last year and everything with like the whole last year be basically being, you know, hey, let's like transition to like not working in a big studio and sharing files that way. Like I know that like um, the reports were that like a lot of developers like ended up very like off off uh schedule with a lot of those things because like it's just like oh man how do we do this how do we transition to like sharing across uh, across long distances and things like that so well that would make sense because the uh, other announcement was for a brand new sonic game um i don't think it had a name it just had a weird symbol that um i don't know what it was all about it was that uh, was the date i believe oh the, that was the, the symbol was yeah and then it like okay yeah. I believe in Japanese? you translate it. No, in, in whatever the Sonic language is. Oh, there's a Sonic language. Um, <laughs> cool. The Mobius, Mobian language. Uh, it's going to come out uh, in 2022. So not even nowhere near now. <laughs> yeah, he leaves, uh, leaves behind him a runic symbol, and then 2022 popped up right in front of that. So I assumed that it was that was the translation of the runic symbol. Maybe it wasn't, though. Maybe it's a big mm. tease for the actual game, Chris. Well, it's a little, I mean, I guess I was going to say it's a little interesting. Like, I don't know if it means anything that maybe this is going to be a sequel to Sonic Colors. Like, why, you know, why mm. else would they remaster this? But it, it's also like, well, this was a game that was never on consoles that, you know, like modern consoles. Sure. Unless you had a, a Wii or a 3DS, you know, why would you have played this? And that was 10 years ago. No, 11 years ago now. Yeah. So, like, yeah. when you have a whole new generation of kids who never played Sonic Colors, 
And well, I feel like that's the age group that it was trying to hit. Right. And definitely like you and I have never played it. Like you played oh, all no, I never you, played like, it. You went back and played all of the ones on three sixty and then yeah. you know, this one you haven't played. So and this is the same time frame. So Yeah, it, and I mean I like all of them except for Unleashed. A lot of the gameplay of this one looks very similar to, like, there's grinding and things like that. It reminds me a lot more of Sonic Adventure than some of the mm. other ones that they've done are. Well, like um, Sonic Adventure 2? Did Sonic yeah, Adventure yeah, have Sonic Adventure, or was it just 2? Just 2. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like that line of games, like it just reminded me a little bit more of that from a gameplay perspective than like something like Sonic Forces or whatever. So The new, yeah, Sonic Forces was whatever. Uh, the new game, it... it Looks like whenever Sonic is running, that it's the small version of Sonic. You know, like the Ooh. the eight eight bit, sixteen bit, thirty two bit, whatever. Mm. The like the smaller version of Sonic from like Sonic Generations or something like that. So interesting. I wonder interesting. if it's gonna have you know those kinds of uh, connections, or if it's gonna be a two D game or a three D game. Who knows? Dude, Generations was so good. I, I enjoyed Generation, that game yeah. a lot. I mean, honestly, I mean, there's been some great. Great Sonic games. Generations is one of them. Sonic Mania is another. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think Sonic Adventure 2 is really great. Um, yeah, dude. Yeah. That's a, I was kind of hoping for a Sonic Adventure um, uh, remaster or whatever, because I would totally play Sonic Adventure and Sonic Adventure oh, 2 totally. yeah, both on, of them. on modern consoles. Yeah, I mean, yeah, to do a quick remaster. I mean, yeah, I say quick. You do a remaster <laughs> and, you know, like make it look pretty, you know, and maybe adjust the control scheme a little bit. Sure. Um, but yeah, <laughs> yeah dude, like that, I totally that camera. Skin. Woo. <laughs> yeah, it's a little wonky. Um, the, uh, um, yeah. The, 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 go ahead. The interesting thing about like the new game, I was kind of hoping also, I was like, man, it would blow my mind and like immediately like suck me back in if they were like Sonic Adventure 3, you know? Yes. Um, like that would literally just like blow my mind and make me so much more pumped about it. And that's all it would take is just that. But uh, anyway, yeah, it is what it is. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, I don't, we have I, no idea what the name is. So, And I, I just don't know that like that franchise of Sonic Adventure has any uh, weight in the marketplace mm-hmm. anymore beyond like people like you and me who are nostalgic for it because they played it. You know, I, it's, it's kind of like, I mean, there's no, like you said, there's no real good way to go back and play those games. Yeah. They'd have to do a rematch. That's what makes me think Sonic, Sonic Colors sequel makes sense. Cause like if you did a Sonic Colors sequel at this point, 11 years later, yep. like no one cares. Like it's going to be like a Shinmu, you know, it's the same era kind of, <laughs> it's like Shinmu three, you know, that kind of yeah. thing. <laughs> and it's like, okay, well, no one really cares about this. But, like, if you release the remaster and everybody plays it mm-hmm. and then release the sequel, that does make sense. Right, right. Well, especially, like, with the gameplay of Like, I just, I, the gameplay of Sonic is super good. And, uh, you know, it's, and you can ruin it pretty easily. But it's like, good Sonic games are really fun to play. Um, and, oh, yeah. You know, the all agesness of it. And, I mean, it's, it, with the new, with some of these other announcements that we can we can get into now, like, I feel like they're, they are going to be reaching out to, like, more of a, a new audience type of a situation. Yeah, so then the uh, the last announcement was a Netflix show called uh, Sonic Prime. Yeah. <laughs> Sonic Prime on Netflix. I said it should have been on Amazon. Should have gotten that synergy. Yeah, it would have made way more sense. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I'll watch it. <laughs> I, you know, I really haven't gotten into any Sonic TV show. I, I sure. heard that, you know, Sonic Sonic Boom was good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I haven't really gotten into any kind of Sonic TV show since the the Saturday morning, like, ABC version a long time ago. Right, right. Yeah, De- definitively the Saturday morning one because there was the uh, the other one that was on and it was on at the same time but it wasn't as wasn't as good um 
Uh, we missed one. We missed one of the announcements they made. Oh. And this is another one where it like lends me to think like Sega is just like off by a year. Um, they have a Sonic Origins compilation that was announced. And Sega has announced that Sonic Origins, a compilation of Sonic the Hedgehog 1, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, Sonic 3 and Knuckles, and Sonic CD are headed to uh, to, to current consoles. Um, no release date was announced for the collection, but they did say in the video, they said next year. So it's like, that's definitely a 2022 situation there. Um, the, those are going to be widescreen as well. Like the, one of the developers tweeted out afterwards, like they're, they're going to make um, all of these updates to them to make them, make them widescreen and high, you know, high def to like look good on your televisions of today. Um, not just like literally just take a, take a, a ROM and throw it onto your TV. Um, so that's pretty cool. I'm excited about that. I, I would love to play specifically Sonic three and knuckles. Um, again, that one was, was awesome. Um, I, that was the one you could like easily turn into like hyper knuckles and like Sonic, you know, if you had the game shark and stuff like that, and we would do that all the time as kids. So I'm, uh, I'm excited to play that one, uh, again. Yeah, that's awesome. I'll definitely play those, uh, remastered and that's the news. Yes. All right, John. So um, we're entering into uh, this, and this was the first week of uh, E3 season, and uh, I just wanted to go through all the things that we know right now um, and when they're happening so um, our uh, listeners can stay up to date with us and be involved in the discussion whenever we inevitably talk about these events. So uh, Summer Game Fest is starting off in June 2021 with a kickoff live June 10th at 2 p.m. Eastern time. That's Jeff Keighley's event. And like we talked about last week, Weezer will be there. Yes, Weezer. Uh, on June 5th and June 12th at 11 a.m. Eastern time, Gorilla Collective um, show is going to show off more than 80 games from studios like Intersloth, 505 Games, and All In Games. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's going to be like an indie showcase. The, uh, yeah. Gorilla, Gorilla Collective did, I think it was because uh, kind of was the kind of funny game showcase last year, like the second one or third one that they did. I think there was one last year, and they did that together with the Gorilla Collective um, and uh, and kind of funny. And so I would expect something pretty similar where it's like, hey, this is just a ton of cool indie games that we're going to unveil over the course of like an hour long. Uh, thing you know or, or totally even, even shorter you know i'm wondering if that if, so I'm, I'm gonna read the rest of this but i wonder if the the main stream will be the same on at both those times Ooh, okay so it says the first showcase will be followed by the black voices in gaming series dedicated to spotlighting games made of black creators or starring black protagonists and the second showcase will be followed immediately by the wholesome direct event hmm it doesn't cool. say if like we'll get like you know will they split the, split up the games will it be like forty and forty or will it be like eight the same thing twice right 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 interesting so talking about the wholesome direct it's uh, June twelfth at one p.m. it's a it says twee uh, wait yes uh, the idea behind wholesome direct is simple present a slate of chill low stress games as a sort of antidote to the loud bombastic games that tend to define these affairs expect to see more than seventy five games. That sounds awesome. I Dude, like that chill sounds games. really cool. I really love chill games, and I, and I do think that yeah, chill games don't necessarily get the uh, get the get get what they, you know, get the get the, the platform that they need from E three a lot of times. Totally. So E three proper is June twelfth through June fifteenth. Uh, it's back after taking last year off. It returns as an all digital event that will be totally free. 
Uh, E3's schedule hasn't yet been revealed, but confirmed exhibitors include Nintendo, Xbox, Ubisoft, Capcom, Konami, Take-Two, Coke Media, Square Enix, Sega, Bandai Namco, Gearbox, Xseed, Verizon, and WB Games. Of those, only Ubisoft has confirmed a time and date. At the moment, Sony, Rockstar, Activision, and EA have not confirmed attendance. Which I don't, I still don't understand. Like, there's not going to be a physical like show floor, so I don't know how. Other than new press conferences or just like videos dropped on YouTube or gameplay mm-hmm. demos or something, how mm-hmm. these companies are going to show off their games. I mean, yeah, I mean, and, and you know, at E3 and a lot. From what it seems, the last year or so has been like lots of hands-off demos of like, hey, we're just watching someone play gameplay. Yeah, um, and like basically a. Uh, a outlets will have like a twitch stream situation happening you know proprietary twitch stream basically which i could i don't know it's interesting i could totally see a scenario in which you know like normally you and i watch all the press conferences and then but like i could totally see a scenario in which there's like so much more to watch because all these companies are showing things off in some way or other sure i mean it seems seems somewhat like nintendo's like treehouse thing where like they could have their direct and then like whenever e3 would actually happen they would have their treehouse live uh stream and it would just be like this like they would make announcements within the treehouse live stream and you're like how do i keep up with this if i'm just not watching the live stream constantly which i'm you know right clearly not going to do but uh no 100 yeah, not i'm not gonna like, sit, sit, all sit there for 12 hours and and watch a, a stream for four announcements or whatever um, but yeah, it's, it, I do, I do agree that like there is going to be probably more for the people at home to really partake in, um, if you're interested in it, um, this year rather than other years. So, uh, the, the announced press conferences for E3, Ubisoft forward is June 12th at 3 PM Eastern time. Um, it's going to, uh, at the moment, uh, Far Cry six, Ra- rainbow six quarantine and Riders Republic don't have release dates. Um, uh, so we think they may announce that. Um, and then uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Watch Dogs Legion, and Immortal Phoenix Rising all have expansions coming, um, but we don't know what else is coming. Xbox and Bethesda Game Showcase is June 13th at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, and they're going to hold a joint E3 conference. It'll last 90 minutes, which is wild because Microsoft's have lasted 90 minutes before, and then Bethesda's yeah. have been an hour before, so right. it, something's taking a hit in there. Yeah, um, and that, like that, the timing on that like kind of blew my mind a little bit. And uh, I do like that they're like combined and everything, but I was kind of hoping for like a two-hour situation where we wouldn't, you know, we wouldn't have to have to, have to cram everything in. Um, I am a little bit like interested in maybe Bethesda in the past has like announced things pretty early on, like you know, oh, we knew totally. about Starfield and you know these things. And I'm wondering if, if some of that had to do with like, oh, we feel like we have to have like a big announcement for our uh for our thing. And so let's go ahead and just announce this project we know we're gonna do, but it's years and years away. They're not gonna have that pressure to like as Bethesda to put that out, like Microsoft has that pressure as like totally. Xbox and Bethesda, but but like that the weight of that is not completely um, resting on both of their shoulders. So yeah, uh, the games that we know we'll probably hear something about: is Halo Infinite, Woo-hoo. Starfield, uh, like you mentioned, and uh, Elder, Elder Scrolls. Man. The Elder Scrolls Six. Yeah, it's fascinating. Their, their poster has like the top half of it is Halo, and the bottom half of it is that teaser image for uh, for Starfield. Starfield that yeah, we've seen, so that's pretty cool. Uh, actually, I I uh, saved that off of their uh, Twitter announcement, and it is now my phone background. Nice. It would be a gorgeous phone background. 
Yeah. Uh, the PC Gaming Show, Future Games Show, is on June 13th. Um, it's PC Gamers, PC Gaming Show, and Games Radar's Future Games Show. It'll air as a double header. It's the longest running PC Gaming Show. And um, we'll see what's coming to uh, to PC for two hours. Yeah, it looks like it's. Uh, <laughs> looks like they they have. We're gonna reveal. No, that was last year. Okay, I was just like looking to see like what have they revealed in the past here? Ghost Runner and Wasteland Three and Neon Abyss and I. Yeah, I was, yeah, interesting. So right after E3, um, July fifteenth. Wait, no, because that's in June. It's a month later. Uh, July fifteenth through July eighteenth, PAX Online, which is PAX East. It was originally scheduled to run in early June. It was canceled and replaced with an all-digital event called PAX Online, so we expect some announcements there. No details, though. Um, and then uh, on July 22nd, EA, they're having their event finally. EA is uh, probably not going to be at E3, but they're going to do their uh, EA Play Live. Um, we'll see what they announce there. Yeah, in July, that'll be fun. Yep. Uh, July 19th through July 23rd, we have the GDC. Um, it's going to be an all-digital event as well, but we'll probably have some announcements. We usually get announcements at GDC, uh, the Game Developers Conference. Mm-hmm. August 19th through 21st, we have QuakeCon, so that's um, Bethesda, and uh, we'll see what happens there. Gamescom opening night live on August 24th. Gamescom um, will uh, be a semi-live event. The, uh, the opening ceremony will be streamed and Jeff Keighley will host. Um, obviously, along with Jeff Keighley comes a lot of announcements. Always. And that's it. So I that's Jeff like Keighley this, that's like show up at, at parties with just announcements. Like, <laughs> he shows up. Hey, guys, he up, guess what? Check out this gameplay. Woo-hoo! He just walks in the door and you hear, <laughs> <Yeah>. world premiere. <laughs> yes. Exclusive. I love it. Yeah, he shakes your hand, and there's just like that. Yeah, there's that voice behind you. I remember there was some random, and I think it was the uh, the video game awards where, yeah. like, there was a there was premieres, and it was like world premiere exclusive, never before seen. It was like all it just like goes on and on. <laughs> and you're like, come long. on, just show me the trailer. <laughs> like, stop showing me these things. <laughs> I love it, dude. The uh, the two that we haven't like talked about that we we like will do something in the next like two months or whatever. Uh, Nintendo like usually does something in E3. They haven't announced like what their direct date is or whatever, but they have said they're partaking in E3, and so usually they have a showcase. So I'm sure that well, they'll have a PlayStation showcase. PlayStation is freaking just like being noticeably absent and it's like yeah. just come on guys just be a part of it it's and like, i guess be like, a part of the party i agree with that yeah i mean i guess like it's also like last year they made a point to not like they weren't even going to show up like before it was even canceled like no, it's uh, because they had no games you know, they were to not show. Gonna show up yeah i mean that's the you know and i think that that's continuing like where they're like ah, oh, we don't need it anymore um and we'll see we'll we'll see if you know well you know what maybe i don't need them anymore john <laughs> I mean, I don't know. We'll see. See how many people think think that way. Um, but yeah, like then Sony is supposed to have something in July. Like that. That's like the the rumored thing of like, oh, they'll have their next big state of play, blah blah blah, in July. So mm-hmm. um, after Ratchet and Clank come out, like that's the next exclusive that they have, and that's the that's a true PS5 exclusive, not coming to PS4 because of the uh, usage of like the instant loading for like transporting between worlds and things like that with the the portals and rifts in there. Interesting. Well, uh, I'm super pumped about it. I'm pumped that we're going to have some games news. It seems like it's going to be more substantial this year. Yeah. And 
I think the fact that I have the, like last year we didn't have the new consoles yet. Um, and so like, it was kind of like, ah, you know, whatever, what's really coming and you know, like, is it going to be as exciting and good? And now that we have, I'm like, okay, I want, I'm ready for these exclusives. I'm ready for these games that are more than just like, uh, it's almost like, I hate calling them indie games now because they're not really indie, but like just smaller downloadable, you know, like experiences from, from, uh, games pass. It's like, I Mm. want, I want the big big dogs. I want yeah. the Starfields. I and want the the Halos. Like we know that like they have so many studios. Like I think Microsoft has like twenty three or twenty five studios or something. Like over twenty studios at this point. And it's like if all of them are working on us like one game, it's like that's a lot of games, you know. <laughs> so once we start the cadence of games coming out for these new machines, I I feel like and hope that they like just don't stop. Like just just rock us with some awesome new games. Um, all right. Well, um, stay tuned to stay on target. We will keep you up to date with all this news as it happens. And, uh, I'm super pumped and excited and, uh, ready, uh, to report on all this. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com on social at Chris Wright 250 and John Wright 777 and at stay on target pod. Please go to your podcast service of a choice. Review us. Tell your friends about us. We really appreciate it. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay Stay on Target. Target.